Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only racing casino resort. Now, here's Justin Akery and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 10% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of will, 5% pleasure, 10% luck, 20% skill, 15% power of Need his name up in lights, he just wants to be heard, whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else alone, in spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no, he knows the code, it's not about the salary, it's all about reality and making some noise. 12.06, I really appreciate you tuning into the zone on a rainy day, but you don't need to go outside, and if you are, I'm sorry, be careful out there, listen closely, but don't text and drive, because while it's very dangerous, especially on a day like today. Really looking forward to flying in this. Should be a ton of fun. You leave this afternoon? Yeah, that's right. What do you got for me, forecast man? Charlotte? Yep. At least it's direct. That is nice. Yeah, only one chance for problems up and down. What? Uh, anyway. I guess. We started uh, watching Hijack on mm. Apple. Thanks. That's a lot of help, Wes. Yeah, it's about a plane that gets hijacked. On its way to Charlotte? N- yes. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Actually, it's going to London. Okay. But it's, it's really good. Um, That's my entertainment report. Two things. So tonight, uh, I got plans. I'm going to Michael Felder's house. Oh, wow. It's his wife's birthday week, and he's working on some stuff for her. So he's like, why don't you just come over here? He goes, I got I got booze, and I got food. He's come over and have a drink here. I was like, all right, that's fine, because we're going to meet for dinner. So I'm going to go to his house, so that'll be kind of cool. Yeah. And then uh, I just got an invite from Pat to go to the studio, so let me pop over there. That would be an awesome night. be a fun night. I think so, too. Don't I mean, get hammered at Felder's and show up at the SEC Network acting a fool. I'll be like, Pat, you son of a gun! Won't do it. Did you see, speaking of that, did you guys see uh, L. King doing the tribute? They were doing a, a Dolly Parton birthday event at the uh, Grand Old Opry. She is wasted. Who and was it, it? L. King. She's oh, okay, yeah. X's and O's, that song. Yeah, that Rob chick? Schneider's daughter. Okay. Um, hammered. <laughs> drunk. And not like in a cute, funny way, like in a gross, Obnoxious. embarrassing way. Yeah. It was, I don't know, I felt bad. Um, but I'm like, I could see like I had one too many. She had one bottle too many or one case too many. Or maybe she combined alcohol and drugs. I don't know. But she was wasted. It should have been somebody there that could have said yeah. no. Mm-hmm. Or a handler, or somebody closer. You can't go on. True story. I performed at, at a, a state fair one time with Justin Moore. He brought me up on an encore, and I was overserved. Got every word right. You thought you did. I 100% did. Ask him about it. But I'm like, you're a professional singer. You, you should know this song. Like, you knew you were performing this song. It's a Dolly song. And she's like, I was so too drunk to do a dollar song. Let me see if I can get one of my own. And then they brought her out like a fiddle or whatever, a mandolin, and she was going to play one of her own songs. I don't know if she made it through that one or not, but kind of felt bad for her. Anyway, uh, what are we giving away today, Christian? Big Buck Classic. Okay. Tickets. It's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. Yep. How's our weather? I think it's all going to clear out, right? We're going to have it's, good weather. I think Thursday's our last day of rain here. Hey, how perfect for Tommy and Kathy and the bunch over there. Small chance Saturday? No. Okay, I'm looking at the weather bug on my phone, which, okay. again, sometimes not accurate. Friday, 60 degrees, Woo! partly sunny, no rain. Saturday, 52 degrees, cloudy, 44 is the low, no, no rain. Good. 51, partly sunny, we'll call it mostly sunny, Sunday, so no rain there. Awesome. Yeah. And we're going to be in the 60s next week, yo. About that. About that life. Yeah, I'm tired of this winter. Ready to move on. Me also. Unfortunately, February's usually the coldest and snowiest month is it yeah huh traditionally in arkansas february showers bring may flowers i thought Mm-mm. what's uh on the southern structural solutions text line yeah let me uh get over here and read you a couple of those i got a couple items here from the uh uh, uh live hand feedback from the gangster museum too brian says uh, mizzou maniac never could explain the antics not sure if he could 
501 says, pretty sure dude's point was when the team is struggling and losing and the players are showing up every game with their hair dyed, nails painted different every game, it makes it seem like they are only concerned with their cool looks instead of improving and winning. Mm. It's about perception, I guess. Yeah, maybe so. I don't perceive it that way. Even if you perceive it that way, you have to go, okay, now I'm going to think to the next step, which is, that's ridiculous, and we all know how long it takes to do that, not very. So they're also going to practice as much as they've been asked to, and I'm sure most of them, like Devo, go practice on their own outside of that. They also have class and life to live. So, yeah, I just think it's such a non-story. I don't want to hear the story anymore, I guess is my point. Uh, and someone pointed out the uh, Detroit Lions wide receiver. I'm on Ross St. Brown. Yeah, his hair. He's got uh, blue. Mm-hmm. Bright blue. Yeah, he's pretty good. He's he's an all-pro. Yeah. yeah. It's not taking away from his game. Uh, did you see the uh, latest angle on the fan that ran into Caitlin Clark? Mm-hmm. Biggest flop since LeBron. I saw it yesterday. So it was a flop, and I'm embarrassed for her. And the, here's my thing. It wasn't just that she went down in a heap when I don't think she really needed to fall down at all. It was that she sold it afterwards as if she was really banged up. She said it, quote, knocked the wind out of her. I don't believe that. She protected her frame with her arms and shoved the girl. I'm surprised the girl didn't fall down. She was running awkwardly looking through her phone. I'm getting this on like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that? It's hilarious. Yeah. Anyway. That's why you need to watch the show on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Chick didn't fall down. I swear to God, I can't believe that girl didn't fall down. Uh, Billy says on the Southern Structural Solutions text line, Fellas, Brady appeared in 10 Super Bowls, won seven. Oh, he lost lost the to the Eagles as well as the yeah. Giants. He basically went every other year he played, which is nuts. Also, Mahomes is 13-1 and one in the playoffs against anyone not named Brady. Nick Foles, Eagles. That was the... Uh, Philly special, that's right. Yep. Philly, Philly, that's mm. right. I forgot about that. My the bad. only quarterback not to beat Brady, or not to, to, the only quarterback to beat Mahomes besides Brady is uh, Burrow? Joe Burrow? In the playoffs? Yeah. In the playoffs, yes. They lost in the AFC Championship game. Yeah. To, to Cincinnati. Did. Yeah, that's right. It's a hell of a record. It really is impressive. Did you hear that? Yeah, you said heck of a record. Yeah. It's impressive. I, I, I have all the respect for their past accomplishments. Yes. I do. Mm-hmm. I just don't think they're going to win this week. I'll listen to that. Uh, this comes in from the su- the uh, Life and Feedback, courtesy of the Gangster Museum of America. You got the Southern Structural Solutions text line. Sorry. Not a hog says, I completely agree with Mizzou Maniac. I would just extend his thoughts to all other teams. All D1 basketball players should be able to make a layup. No need to have all the chest-thumping, screaming, and histrionics. I agree with that. If you make a layup... Maybe don't freak out. But if you hit two threes in a row, you might get excited. The only thing that needs to happen after a made basket is to go play defense. Celebrate after the game, assuming you win. If you don't win, no need to celebrate anything. Come on. That is, listen, listen, listen. Listen, listen. That's a dumb take. In football, in basketball, in baseball, in golf, in track and field, people celebrate their little wins as part of the overall game or overall event. How many times a receiver make a big catch and signal first down because it was a big play? How -hmm. many times a running back score a touchdown on a critical play or a fourth down and celebrate? The game's not over. If it's a close game, I have no problem with them celebrating anything. No, I don't care. Now, if you're getting beat by 40, it's like, eh. I agree with that. I agree. But again, the Arkansas Razorbacks right now have not had much success this year. So Mm -hmm. if they're celebrating small wins like back-to-back threes, what's wrong with that? And you're also feeding the crowd. That, Every college basketball program does it. Uh, yeah, I agree. An average play, like a play you're expected to make, like a layup because you're wide open. Okay, fine, whatever. I get now, it. is it a layup that puts you up in the final minute? Yeah, maybe then you different. can celebrate. Yeah. Uh, Wes, I was astonished to see you on TV last night, says Mark. I guess Dish and Fox finally figured it out. I don't think I've watched Fox for at least a year. That cannot help with ratings. It's great to be back on Dish, huh? I didn't know we were back on, honestly. Well, that's great that you are, and now with the weather today, you're probably off half the stations, so we're off the, half, the, half the household. <laughs> the, the rain is so hard. Uh, one more on the Southern Structural Solutions text line. Could you give me your opinion on the over and under on both games this weekend? NFC and AFC We debated the AFC at length. I think it's too many factors, because I could definitely see it being a 24-21 game, which puts it over. I don't think that's crazy, even against two great defenses. Over-under, by the way, at Oakland is 44-and-a-half right yeah, now. Yeah, that, I wouldn't touch that game. I just don't feel great about either one. They're two great defenses. We get two great quarterbacks, and 
I mean, I think Kansas City's played better. I mean, they looked good to me offensively last week for the most part against an elite defense. So, what? That's our argument. But It was not an elite defense. The Buffalo Bills defense was in shambles. It was, not my word, it was a decimated defense that they faced. Just because you stole someone else's word doesn't mean they're I, bums all of a sudden. It was not a good defense. They were missing if you a few watched th- that game, you could tell. Why are you talking down to me? I watched the freaking game. I'm not talking down to you. I watched the damn game. I thought Kansas City played pretty well. What's wrong with that? Th- th- their offense did play well, but the reason why they played well is because they were playing a bad defense. They're playing NFL guys on the other side. Everybody out there plays The middle NFL linebacker player. was on the street six weeks ago. I don't care. Six weeks ago, and he's calling plays for that defense because the starter is out, the backup is out, and they had a guy go sign oh a guy God. off the street. Okay. And they also took advantage. The Chiefs have had the best scenario possible so far in the playoffs. I don't want to do this again with you. We've already had this. I, you I'm, don't it's listen so to me. I, it's because I don't agree with you. That I think the Chiefs' offense looks pretty good, and they should have scored 10 more points, even on a back bad defense or a defense is not at full strength. Buffalo wasn't a lead defense this year. Yes? Yes, they were. The numbers back it up. Early in the year, they were before the injuries. They were an elite defense. And they've also played really well down the stretch, didn't they? Did they play really well down the stretch in spite of their bad defense? The, their offense was carrying them, yes. Okay. They weren't winning games because of defense. Okay. And you got Miami without six starters in zero-degree weather. It's all, gonna, I, all I'm trying to do is warn you, it's all going to change Sunday. Okay. When you finally play a good defense. All right. did you Not bet on, a good defense. Did you bet on Buffalo defense. or Kansas City Sunday? That's all I need to hear from you. Thank you. I bet on Kansas, uh, Buffalo. You sure did. I and bet on Kansas lost. City the week before. And you lost. No, I won. You lost last week. It's okay. Anyway, um, that's all I got. Anything else? Mizzou Maniac has a bit of a point, says Mark. <laughs> I love how Tremont Mark has to tell the team to settle down after they do something good. They do act immature. I don't know if I've ever seen that. I haven't either. I did see uh, Mark kind of get excited after hitting back-to-back threes to bring him within seven in the second half Saturday. Which is fine. And the other team called a timeout. That's really a good time to celebrate. Yeah. And that's what I saw with J- Jeremiah Davenport, too. Right. He he did. He hit one off the backboard, and the announcers even said, this is a good shooter. He's going to keep shooting. And what did he do? He kept shooting and came down the court, hit a three, hit another three, timeout. They celebrate. He points to his veins. He's getting the crowd all. I have no problem with that. And I don't think anybody should have a problem with that, even if you're down. Because part of it, you're trying to get the crowd into the game. You're trying to build a little momentum. And Lord knows, this team needs it right now. They need anything they can get a little boost. That's what I'm saying. But to act like people don't celebrate in every sport all the time during the game is stupid. And there are certain times where it's a little bit lame. And there are times where it's fine. Brad's in Cersei. What's up, Brad? Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. Hey, uh, of course, I mean, it's just a matter of uh, your opinion, and we all have them, and they all think so. Uh, this Travis Kelsey thing yesterday, when he scored that touchdown, and he did the little heart thing, and all that. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry, but he's got to put on a dress for it. Does that again? Which touchdown? The first one or the second one? I don't remember exactly it my point. Me. He scored two touchdowns. Yeah. He can do whatever he wants, can he? I, I hear you, but okay. still, yeah. Come on, man. Come on. Yep. You guys are you guys are such hardos. You guys can't handle guys who uh, make hearts after a touchdown or paint their fingernails. You guys are just so tough and such old school fellows. You just can't possibly stand it. I mean, the guy scored two touchdowns. I would think that that's way up there as far as more important than what he does after he scores a second touchdown. So, okay, what you do? Yeah, I don't really give a damn. We need to bring back like Joe Horn pulling the cell phone out of his sock. Let's let's do that. Thank you. It's pretty mild, I thought, in the big scheme of things, wasn't yeah. it? What's up, JW? Hey, guys. Man, I have not listened all day, so I hope I don't ask the question. Y'all have already harped over it. But i got to ask, because I just turned it on. Y'all were talking about basketball. Mm-hmm. So all we've heard all year long is about he's trying different combinations to find. Can you help me explain when we had, like, seven players with six points, four points or less? The defense absolutely has sucked. So I don't want to hear because he doesn't play defense or he can't score. Why is it one game when Pinion gets the amount of time to play 
He was the second leading scorer behind that one game behind Davenport. Mm-hmm. Can you explain to me why he is the only player that's set? And, and I'm going to give it to Blocker, too. But Blocker, he's not more offensive. He's more defense. But tell me why everybody else gets to play except Pinion. Why? What has he done that he can't see the court? That none of these other guys, Brazil stuck, and he still and he still gets all the time in the world. What is going on? I don't want to hear we're trying different combinations. No, you're not. You're playing your set feet of people that you want to play, and when somebody does play good, you put them back on the bench and don't let them see the court. That made no sense to me. JW, who's better time, offensively, Keon Minifield or Joe's opinion? Look at the, hey, hey, I'm glad you brought that up, Wes. What's Minifield done besides one game? What's he done? Yeah, well, What's Pinion done besides one game? Nothing. One game, he had one, one good game. game last year? Minifield? No. I'm talking Pinion. about Pinion. right now. I, I am too. Pinion I'm talking about the most recent the game. Pinion played more than Minifield. So your argument's dumb. Well, no. How many, no. What did he play he the other day? He put him in with a minute 58 left in the game. Yeah, he played two minutes minute less. I mean, come on. Minifield played less than that. Okay, but, I mean, generally he's got an opportunity. Pinion played two minutes and 25 seconds. Okay, he didn't play it all the game before. So you're making an excuse that he gets to set the bench because he doesn't put out much as the others. Do you not see the output of the other guys? I'm saying Minifield and Battle are better than Pinion, and they're not playing as much as Pinion either. But you're pulling this out of your ass because he's white. And you said this on the postgame show. You said that he was being a racist because he's not playing the white guy. And that's the dumbest take I've ever heard. You think he's not playing him because he's white? That is stupid, J.W. And you bring this kind of crap on here, and it irritates me. Nobody wants to hear that. Did I bring it up or did you? I didn't hear you. He said, did he bring it up or did you? He hung it up on you. Battle played more than him. Battle's not played well. Battle's better offensively. No doubt. Battle can get a bucket on his own. Give him the ball. Let him go. I think you need to give him more of a leash, Battle. Or let let go of the leash a little bit and let him work through some things at least. I don't know what's going on with him. He just has not been productive for whatever well, reason. His no one on the team has really been productive. Nobody cares about that. I don't even care about defense anymore. Forget all that. Yeah, I don't. Any guys who can get buckets. But that's why he's not playing. His <laughs> how do you, how can you tell? How can you tell compared to who? He has said that. Uh, I've watched. Coach has yeah. said that. He I'm, has. I've watched other guys get blown by all oh, year. No doubt, but it's even worse. I don't even know how you gauge it now. Anyway, but to just say, Pinion's not playing. It's it's dumb. There are other guys sitting the mm-hmm. bench that are better offensively. Than Pinion. That's a fact. And I'm not even against playing Pinion. Like, if you want to just throw some guys out there and see what they can do, I'm fine with that. You know what Pinion's like? Battle. Oh, I'm not sorry. Battle. Brazil. You've got to set him up, give him an open three-point yeah. shot. Yeah, well, nobody's doing that. Yeah. Nobody on this team mm-hmm. is driving in, dishing, and setting somebody else up. That's all Brazil does. Stand out there waiting for the ball. Throw it to me. Throw it to me. Well, that's what Pinion's got to do, too. But there's not a player on this team that's doing that. I agree. But maybe he'll make it if he does. But we'll never know. Because he's not playing. And he did have a great game. He got his praises sung. And then he didn't play the next game. Right? I'm not, no, he didn't have a great game against Auburn in the blowout. I didn't say it. I didn't say it. Yeah, you just said he had a great game. I didn't say it. Who said he had a great game? Eric Musselman said it. Eric Musselman sang his praises. I didn't say great game. Eric Musselman sang his praises after the game. And then did not play him one second the next no. game. Blocker t- blocker came in for 40 seconds. Johnny says, Christian just said if we're down by 40, he'd cringe if players are celebrating after a good play. To which Justin agreed. If Justin truly does agree, he shouldn't get salty with callers for saying they don't like it when the Hogs players celebrate as if it feels like we've been down 40 during the entirety of the majority of our SEC games. Well, they haven't been we down haven't, 40 the majority yeah. of their games. They only got blown out. Like they celebrated when we were down seven. That's fine. Yeah, exactly. We it's a game. Down. You're trying Exactly. Exactly. It, yeah, if they were celebrating when they made a basket down 27 like, to oh, Auburn at home, yeah, that's not cool. I hit agree. Hit a big three to cut the lead to 33. Yeah, then, then yeah, I have a, have a big problem. Exactly. We all do. I mean, look, we're all common sense folks here. I just I don't think we can talk logically anymore. We've reached the, the impasse. Well, how many games are we into the season? What's, what's the record? One and four. No, what's the record on the season? What's the, oh, how many games are we in the schedule? 18 We're 18 games, games in. We've got 12 games left, 14 games left, whatever. Five, 13, 13 games left, plus the SEC tournament. I'm done. It's going to be rough. I'm done with y'all. I'm done with all y'all. 
I'm done debating with all y'all. None of y'all want to have a logical conversation. You want to be hyperbolic about all of it. You don't want to be realistic. You want to talk about fingernails. You don't talk about basketball. You want to talk about nonsense. And you want to suggest players doing this or that. We don't know. I mean, there's a reason why he's playing who he's playing. Whatever. I don't know. Have I seen some good things from all everybody? Yeah. Have I seen bad things from everybody? Yeah. But we all know what this team is. It's not worth it to me anymore. I'm done. You guys want to be pissed off on a rainy day? That's fine. Go ahead. I'm, I'm done arguing with y'all. I'm done. We'll, we'll recap the game tomorrow. I don't want to talk about this team anymore. It's the same thing every game. So I don't want to talk about it. It's Thursday. stupid. What? Thursday. Thursday. Right. Whatever. When they play again. It's dumb. It's the same conversation every day, the yeah. redundancy of it. And we've reached that point. I've been through this with football seasons. I've been through this with basketball seasons a million times. This isn't my first rodeo. And we're going to have the same conversation next week. I don't want to get worked up about it anymore. But please don't bring up fingernails. Please don't bring up hair. And please don't bring up players that aren't playing. Can't do anything about it. It is what it is. And it's dumb. Do you really think... Like, it has no you, impact on the outcome of the game either. That's what I'm saying. Like, do you Guys really who aren't playing hairstyles and fingernails don't impact the outcome of the game. Do you think if Finian played 30 minutes a game that would change our win-loss record? Because I don't. Yeah. No. It doesn't matter. Exactly. I don't think it would hurt him and I don't think it would help. I don't think it would matter. He'd get buckets, though. He'd get some buckets eventually. People should just accept that we missed in the transfer portal this year. It's a bad year. I just I have so much faith in him, I expect him to figure it out and make it a little bit better. I don't expect you to lose by double digits at home to South Carolina. But we don't expect this to be a tournament team anymore. No. Okay. I I was on that two weeks ago. Yeah, I was, too. Anyway. Don't give up. (laughs) It's not over yet. We got people on who want to play birthday trivia, so let's do that. Then we'll hit the break and come back and do. You guys have broken me. You've broken my spirit. Thanks very much. Thanks a lot. I still got. We're going to 13 more games of this, and you've already broken my spirit. I cannot do it with y'all. Well, everyone else's spirit will be broken here soon. So. It's so frustrating. I've got buttons that don't want to play. Really? Weird. Christian, how can this be? I don't know. Wes was over there in the break. I didn't touch anything. (laughs) I just looked. Birthday Trivia in the Zone is brought to you by Elia's Mexican Grill. Headed to the hill? Take exit 108 from either direction for award-winning Mexican food made fresh every day. It's Elia's in Morrillton. Oh, my gosh. Terry, you're with Wes. Kenneth, you're with Christian. Because it sucked all the joy out of my life. I used to like coming to work. You started it. I, I really didn't. I mean, I just, it's so, so annoying. Now, listen, did you check the injury report for Buff for uh, Baltimore? Nothing's out yet. Okay. Well, make sure you get your... I did your, check. I, I was make sure for you Debo. Get your pick in before. In, I want you to make sure you're fully invested in your opinion before so you don't get to walk it back on Monday. Halfway invested with my money. Okay. Well, you were investing your money in Buffalo last week and didn't work out. But I didn't go all in. I told you that. I was planning on going all in. Uh-huh. Glad I didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, this woman's an actress. She was in Saved by the Bell. She played Kelly Kapowski. Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Thank you. How old is she? She is 50. Yep, bingo, bango. This guy played MacGyver. I don't know his name. Three names? Yep. That's all I got for you. He doesn't. wasn't anything else ever. It's the only thing he ever did. Richard Dean Anderson, 74. MacGyver, 74. It's kind of sad. Uh, makes me feel old. Uh, this woman was in uh, Law & Order SVU. Is it the main woman? Yes, the main woman. She is the daughter Mariska of Jane Mansfield. Hargitay? That's exactly right. Mariska Hargitay. Mariska Hargitay. Okay. Boom. Emmy Award winner. Wes? 61. Olivia Benson? 58. He's 60. Uh, this guy's an actor. He is actually from Little Rock, attended UCA, was once married to Connie Selica, and played Buck Rogers on the big screen and the small screen. I did not know he went to UCA. He didn't finish there. He just attended for a while, for my information. Anyone? No. Okay. Gil Gerard, happy birthday. Mm-mm. 81. And last but not least... This guy is now a Lions staffer. He is the assistant quarterbacks coach. He played at Ohio State University. He Troy was Smith. one of three quarterbacks to play during a national championship run one year. JT Barrett. That is correct, Christian. Very good. How old is he today? 
know he was coaching. Yeah, I didn't either until this morning. I think he was a wide receiver for a little bit for the Texans. Uh, JT Barrett is 29. Bingo, bango. Very good. Dominating performance. Kenneth, you're the winner. We're going to break. Check in out at uh, Guadney on the other side. We'll do entertainment news on the other side. And I will tell you about... Oh, man. Tell you what. It's one of those days. Just one of those days. Uh, our friends at Oakland having some good times. Even in spite of the iffy weather. Strongly encourage a visit to Hot Springs. We have uh, a huge weekend of brewing coming up on February 3rd. They moved the Smarty Jones there, among others. There are a lot of races that have been moved around because of weather issues. Um, Dexy Smarty Jones, Southwest, I mean, excuse me, the Southwest is coming up on the 3rd. Um, anyway, so a number of great days of racing left. This Saturday, we've got a, a good day of racing as well, including a stakes. But yeah, February 3rd market calendar will be huge. And of course, you go down to Oaklawn, get yourself a great meal, some entertainment in Pops Lounge. And if you go to oaklawn.com, you can see what's coming up in the event center as well. Also, book your room online at oaklawn.com. If you want to wager on the games this weekend, you can go to Oaklawn Sports or download the app for your iPhone or your Android. And if you want to wager on racingbet.oaklawn.com to get the Oaklawn Anywhere account set up, still doing a sign-up bonus, Buzz24, for that. But a lot of ways to have fun at Oaklawn, rain or shine or snow. Be back in a second. It's 1232. 103.7 The Buzz is your home for Arkansas Razorback basketball. Coverage is brought to you by Crane Hyundai of Conway, Blackman Auctions, Bell Chevrolet, and Arkansas Scholarship Lottery. This is Sports Center. Last night in college basketball, Arkansas Pine Bluff beat Bethune Cookman 76 to 72. They were led by Rashad Williams, who had 22 points off the bench. Their next game will be on Saturday against Southern. Tonight in the SEC, sixth-ranked Kentucky will take on South Carolina at six on the SEC Network, and Texas A&M will host Missouri at eight on the SEC Network. Also, nationally, there will be one-ranked matchup. Fourth-ranked Houston will travel to Provo to take on 21st-ranked BYU at eight on the Big 12 Network or ESPN Plus. Former Razorback Jackson Robinson leads the Cougars in scoring with. 14 points per game on 44% from the field, 37% from three, and 90% from the free throw line. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. This year, we considered hiring an ad agency to help with our marketing. They pitched impressive visuals and a script that was inspiring. And exotic animal mascots to help grab your attention. In the end, we just decided to tell it to you straight. Shelter Insurance has award-winning customer service at affordable rates. Plus, our local agents are there to help you understand what coverage you need. See Shelter Agent Monica Reiners in North Little Rock, Larissa Cali in Bryant, or Chris Allen in Stuttgart. Hey, it's the shooter Pat Bradley, and I'll be on Morning Mayhem Weekly presented by Gary Hill, MSS Oil Splash Car Wash. There hasn't been an oil man specialist like Gary Hill since J.R. Ewing. Get your oil changed and car washed at Splash Car Wash. Go to cleancarfast.com for an unlimited wash pass. Heartland Rehabilitation and Care Center in Benton proudly offers compassionate and loving care to our veterans, meeting the unique needs of every veteran who calls Heartland home. Visit heartlandrehabcenter.com. There is nothing better than calling the Hogs with your fellow Razorback fans. And now is the time to join the team and become a part of the Razorback Foundation. Fans can join for as little as $4.17 per month. The financial support provided by Razorback Foundation members makes a once-in-a-lifetime experience possible for more than 465 student-athletes. Your gifts provide scholarships, academic support, training, and nutrition, as well as professional and personal development assistance. Being a member allows you to access season tickets priority seating and parking, tailgating, invitations to exclusive coaches and player events, as well as 20% off at Slim Chickens in Northwest Arkansas. Your support will help the Razorbacks continue on the path of success and bring home even more SEC and national championships. Already a member? Great. You have until March 1st to renew your membership. Join by calling 479-443-9000 or visit RazorbackFoundation.com. That's 479-443-9000 or RazorbackFoundation.com. Go Hogs! 
Double V's presents Joseph Pinion when he joins Randy and Rick each week on Drive Time Sports. Double V's is an Arkansas company with over 34 locations and growing strong across Arkansas. Double V's, where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double V's. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a, a midday sports talk show host in Little Rock, Arkansas. We are living the dream every day here on The Zone. Now, let's see what the fellas are up to. I know I'd go from rags to riches If you would only say you care And though my pocket may be empty I'd be a millionaire may still be torn and tattered, but in my heart I'd be a king, your love is all that ever matters. All right, we're going to do uh, entertainment here in just a second. Uh, some twi- Twitter offerings here from Sydney. I'm with Wes on this one. I feel your frustration, but don't give up. You're with Wes on which one? This is about the Razorbacks, I guess. I don't know what he don't means. Don't give up, yeah. Hang in there. Oh, no, no, no. I can't take it. I just can't take it. I can't take it anymore. I'm, I'm done. I'm done getting worked up about it. I'm over it. I really am. You I don't say like what, bad basketball. Yeah, do whatever you want. Do whatever you want. Talk about whatever you want. Have have all the time you want. I don't care anymore. I'm over it. Uh, Luke says, Wes, thanks for shutting up the idiots bringing skin color into the conversation. I didn't hear that, but apparently brought it up on the postgame show. Yeah. He said Mossman wasn't playing him because he was white. It's hmm. ridiculous. Okay. Yeah, that doesn't seem like a very likely thing. He hasn't played hardly at all anyway. I didn't understand, like, I, but again, I've never really understood his whole rotation thing, but it's not for me to understand. He's doing a good job with whatever he's doing, so I don't understand how a guy can play well one game and then not get in the game the next game. I don't get what happens, but again, I think maybe he gauges it a lot on practice habits or mm-hmm. whether or not he thinks you can play defense or he only stuck you in the game because it didn't matter. I don't know, but it's like I don't understand it. I guess maybe he's just trying to be positive and lift the guys up and be like, hey, he played really great. Now, I don't expect to play more next game, but I don't understand how the guys that like play significant roles or are counted on to play significant roles can play. Like Menafield, right? He starts a couple games, and then you play like two minutes. I, I mean, again, we've talked about this before. You've got to be very mature to play for him. I couldn't do it. Caleb yeah. Battle was the sixth man. It looked like er, you know early in the year he was going to be a candidate for... I think early he was averaging like 19 points. Oh, yeah. Points. I think he's still their second leading score. He may be. Overall. Because he hadn't played very much. Yeah. Recently. yeah. And for him to go from significant minutes, significant role to nothing, two minutes, four minutes a game, that's, that's yeah, that's got to be yeah, tough on him. I couldn't do it if I was playing. And everything, every time I hear him on the morning show, man, his attitude seems great. He's saying the right things. Yeah. Well, and again, apparently the guys really like each other. I don't think there's anything going on behind the scenes uh-huh. that we're not aware of, or at least he's not saying that. He acts like everybody likes each other. They're all getting along great. Must has talked about it. It's a good group. Yeah. But, yeah, whatever, whatever reason. It's not mission on the court. Hasn't. That's fine. Okay, I'm done. You guys want to get worked up about it? Cool, I'm done getting worked up about it. We'll just talk about the outcome, talk about what happened, and we'll move on. Today's entertainment report is brought to you by Bell & Sword Gentlemen's Clothing in Conway. Check them out on Facebook and Instagram or stop by Bell & Sword's new and larger location at 1011 Oak Street. Um, The Exorcist, Expendables, Meg to the Trench, Shazam, Fury of the Gods, and Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey all have something in common this year. What are they? Sequels? What is it? Nope. Oh. Oscars? Good guess, though. Razzie? Close. Boom. Razzies. Didn't see any of those movies. I didn't want to see any of those movies. Some pretty good names nominated for Worst Actor, too. Russell Crowe for The Pope's Exorcist. Vin Diesel should be nominated every year for Fast X. Chris Evans for Ghosted. Didn't see it. Uh, Jason Statham apparently was in Meg 2, The Trench. I have no idea why. Yeah, he was in Meg 1 and Meg 2. Oh, he must have been under contract for Meg 2, or I'm guessing he wouldn't have made it. I think it made money. John Voight was in Mercy and nominated here. I haven't seen John Voight in a while. Anna DeArmas is in Ghosted. I would still watch Ghosted. I don't care how bad it I'd is. I'd watch it on mute. Thank you very much. Megan Fox, Johnny and Clyde, Selma Hayek. I mean, speaking of women you'd watch on mute. And Jennifer Lopez, they were all nominated. What was Lopez nominated for? Didn't the Mother... 
got me. I thought she had another terrible movie. Dame Helen Mirren yeah, was in I Shazam. That one, or about half of it, and it was terrible. Kim Cattrall got a Worst Supporting Actress Razzie nomination for About My Father. I didn't know she was still acting. I thought she was just riding her Sex in the City money and calling it a day. Michael Douglas for Ant-Man and the Wasp. Apparently that movie's a real turd. That's what I've heard. Bill Murray got a Worst Supporting Actor for that, too. I didn't know he was in it. Me either. Okay. I, you know that I didn't have time to watch movies that were basically Bad. widely no widely presumed and purported to be great, let alone taking a chance on watching a movie that might not be good. But you did watch Cocaine Bear. That was last year, and yeah. or two years ago now. No, I think it was. It wasn't this year's go round, or it would have been in here. Yeah, that was already two years ago. Yeah, it was a while back. But man, was it good? Close. But again, I mean, Cocaine Bear, I knew what it was. It's going to yeah. be a stupid ride. I like a stupid ride from time to time. Yeah, I mean it's a shot of it's a shot of tequila. It's shot not of like cocaine. it's it's not like it's a well crafted you know old fashioned or something. Anyway, Emma Stone, actress, recently shared her interest in competing on the classic version of Jeopardy, saying that she applies to be on the show every June. And Ken Jennings said they'd take her in a heartbeat. She doesn't want to be on Celebrity. She wants to be on the real original recipe Jeopardy, and that's a hard show. He says. I guess he doesn't think she's smart enough because she's a you know celebrity. I was going to say woman, but yeah. Oh. He added that Emma could have... Uh, what, I'm just kidding. He just added that Emma would have to take the online test like everyone else and audition, but luckily for her, she's probably pretty good on camera. That's a good point. Come on, just let her on there. Just let her on regular gym. If she wants to go on regular gym. Regular gym would be tough. It would be. If she loses, who cares? This weekend at the box office, Origin is the new movie. It's a PG-13 looking to unseat Mean Girls, which Never doesn't seem it. to want to lose me either. That's new, so we haven't had to see it yet. Um... Nia Long apparently has gotten what she wanted in her custody battle with Ime Udoka. She's getting thirty-two grand a month in child support. Hmm. Court said she Hard might worse. be entitled to upwards of fifty-six thousand. They end up landing on half of that with him agreeing to pay her thirty-two-five. I've heard of worse deals. Not too bad. How old's the kid? He's going to pay that for a long time, huh? Does she make any money nowadays? She's still working, right? Anything in a while? Neither. Speaking of court proceedings, Prince Harry dropped his libel lawsuit Friday against the publisher of the Daily Mail, following a punishing ruling in which a judge suggested he might lose at trial. His attorneys notified the High Court London he would not continue with the suit against Associated Newspapers, one of several cases he had pending in his high-profile battle with the British press. No reason given, but it came the day he was due to hand over documents in the case and a. Ruling last month in which a judge ordered Harry uh, to pay the publisher more than sixty grand in legal fees after he failed to achieve victory without going to trial. This seems like a really tough way to win a case in, in England. Himo Odoka and Neilong's son is 12 years old, by the way. Okay. The action uh, will leave him on the hook to pay the publisher's legal fees, reported to be 316000 Oh, boy. Now that he's moving on, so... Luckily, his family has the money to pay it. But didn't he, like, uh, rescind any rights to any royal money? Or is he still getting some of that? Or maybe he's getting benefits from his book? I thought he wasn't supposed to be getting royal money. Yeah, I thought they gave that up. What is uh, Megan getting, you think, from Suits Reruns? I watched that last night. Yeah. This is weird. Um, Worlds collided this week when Burt's Bees and Hidden Valley Ranch teamed up to launch a savory set of lip balms. Mm Mm-mm. What started as a social media prank April Fool's Day in 22 became a reality Wednesday with the drop of a four-pack of limited-edition Ranch Dippers lip balms in crunchy celery, fresh carrot, buffalo sauce, and ranch flavor. It's a wing basket in balm form for game day. Hidden Valley posted on Instagram announcing the 11.99 set, which is not for consumption, obviously. The balms can be layered for the four best flavor combos, or four best flavor combos. They sold out within hours, so we can't even get any now. Interesting. And last but not least, uh, the National Weather Service in Miami issued an unofficial warning for falling iguanas on Tuesday night due to unusually cold temperatures in the Sunshine State. This isn't something we usually forecast, but don't be surprised if you see iguanas falling from trees as lows drop into the 30s and 40s. They are cold-blooded. They slow down or become immobile when the temperatures drop into the 40s. They may fall from trees, but they are not dead. They can be lethargic in temperatures as high as 50 degrees says, don't assume they're dead. And I guess don't take them into your house. So. Free meals. 
Yeah, I mean, if you're into that kind of thing. Never had it. Iguana? Tastes like... Chicken? Tastes like, yeah. Yeah, chicken. <laughs> uh, last thing here. Dolly Parton did something that she probably shouldn't have. She couldn't be any worse than L. King's version of her birthday party, but... uh. On Friday, her 78th birthday, she released a deluxe edition of her Rockstar album on streaming services. Five tracks that had previously been only on certain exclusive retailer versions of the album. The Entertainer by Billy Joel. I don't really care for his version either. Hit Me With Your Best Shot, Sweet Dreams Are Made Of This, the Eurythmic Song, Two Tickets to Paradise, and Bridge Over Troubled Water. Also, updated versions of classic Dolly tracks, like a new take on Jolene featuring Maniskin. The Italian rock band? Yeah. Hmm. You know, I don't... She's ruining these other classics. I don't want her to ruin her own classics, you know? Just let them be. Just let them be. Hmm. Did we try them out? You already did? Okay. You? Yeah. Big O Tires right now. Good deal. $100 off select set of Big O Tires. Driving around in this rain, last week in the snow, you know how important it is to have a good set of tires. Take advantage of the deal at Big O Tires. They always have great deals. Go to the website, bigotires.com slash deals to see the monthly deals. Great selection of tires, all the name brand tires, plus they have the Big O Tire. And they do more than just tires. They'll work on your vehicle. Something as simple as an oil change. Or something that's going to take a little bit more time. they got mechanics on hand that'll take a look at your car, get you back out on the road running as smooth as ever. In Conway, they're on Hark Rider. In Cabot, it's Prospect Court right in front of Kroger. Go see our friends at Big O Tires, the team we trust. Impressive, powerful, aerodynamic, thrilling, and unforgettable. All words to describe this week's Saracen giveaway vehicle, Nissan's exciting 400Z. Play at Saracen all this week for your chance to win an incredible Z car from Welch Nissan. Winning is as easy as simply playing Saracen's games. Take a short 40-minute ride to Saracen Casino Resort. It's Little Rock's closest place to play, and it's the only place in Arkansas to win a fabulous Z car. Saracen Casino Resort. Gambling problem? Call 800 4700 Did you know Arch Marine is the kayak leader in central Arkansas? Right now, get 20% off all feel-free kayaks. All the prices are falling on kayaks this month. Don't forget, we repair ATVs. Your granddaddy trusted Arch Marine, and so can you. Introducing the new Swiffer Power Mop, the all-in-one tool that gives you a mop and bucket clean in half the time. The solution's built right in, so no heavy bucket, and the pad has hundreds of scrubbing strips to get deep into grout. Don't mop harder, mop smarter. Swiffer Power Mop, Swiffer Power Mop. Progressive presents advice on new teen drivers. You know, the hardest part about... Teaching your teen to drive is the chafing from the seatbelt. But the best part is the grip strength you build in your knuckles. Okay, now let's pull out of the driveway. Here's another tip. Offset a chunk of the cost of adding a teen to your insurance with Progressive's Teen Driver Discount. And get a break from the brake. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates not available in all states or situations. It's football time in Arkansas. Step up to the line of scrimmage each Tuesday during Drive Time Sports for Scoop and Score with me, Kevin Bohannon. I'll give you the latest news and information about anything football from high school to college in the natural state. Special thanks to the Wood Family of Dealerships in Batesville for making this all happen. Ladies and gentlemen, get ready for a night of heart-pounding action. Pinnacle Fight Night, where warriors become legends. On February 3rd, experience the thrill of professional boxing as top fighters Carlos Nava, 10-0 with six knockouts, and Thomas Candyman Blair, 7-0 with three knockouts, defend their perfect records. At the Maumelle Event Center, as fighters from around the U.S. compete for victory. Don't miss the chance to be a part of history. Tickets are selling fast, so grab yours today at Eventbrite. Pinnacle Fight Night, where legends are made. The winter of 2024 has come in with a vengeance, but I can help you with staying warm on the inside and the outside. Take exit 108 in Morrillton. Go inside to Elia's Mexican Grill. That'll take care of the outside. Then just order something, and that'll take care of the inside. Have you heard that Elia now has a new bean bar that comes with cornbread and is complimentary with your entree? It's fantastic. She's now doing caterings as well for small groups or large corporate gatherings. Happy hour at Elia's is Sunday through Thursday with half-off draft and bottled beer, and they also have a party room for large groups with a buffet option. Elia's Mexican Grill in Morrillton. 
You're back in the zone with Justin Eggrey and Wes Moore, Central Arkansas's only midday sports talk show. People dream high in the quiet of the night, you know that I caught it. Bad, bad boy, sunny toy with a price, you know that I bought it. Killing me so out the window, always waiting for you to be waiting below. All right, welcome back in the zone. Final segment here is brought to you by our friends at Guatney Chevrolet. Unbeatable trade-in deals in Jacksonville. Check out a new 2024 Equinox, and for a limited time, you can get it for around 23k when you trade in a qualifying vehicle. And if you're looking for something a little bit bigger, like a Chevy Silverado, we call it the bread and butter out of Guatney. It is your dream truck, and it could be yours for under 48 grand. You can visit them online at GuatneyChevrolet.com, or go by and see them at the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. And a little bit of something for everybody. Big or small, SUV, truck, sedan, and pre-owned vehicles galore. Still trying to bring in more on trade, though. So if you've got a qualifying trade, go by and see them and see what they'll do for you because they do take care of people better than all the others do. So go visit our friends at Guadney Chevrolet. It's in Jacksonville, the Gregory Street exit. And I always encourage pre-shopping at GuadneyChevrolet.com so you can see what they have to offer if you're looking for something specific. Or you can go out there and order a car, though. Get you one made up and get it delivered to you as well. This on our live fan feedback from our uh, friends down in Hot Springs at the Gangster Museum of America. Lynn says, are we in agreement that there will be a big turnover in players after this season? If so, what would be wrong with Musselman determining which players he feels sure about them returning for next season? They may not be the best players now, but start preparing them for next year by giving them the experience of playing in the SEC. They may not win another game this year, but what difference would it make? Musselman's not going to quit on the year right now and start playing for the future. That's our job. I heard him last night on his coach's show. I mean, they've far from giving up. What do you say? Just basically still tinkering and trying to find the right thing, and uh, they're hammering home in practice about defense. Just something as simple as putting a face up, a hand in somebody's face. He said, we pulled all kinds of clips from last year, and it just showed Anthony Black time after time after time a hand in somebody's face. And then we show clips of this year's team, and there's not a hand in a, in a face. And then they pull clips from Anthony Black playing in the NBA this year, hand in a face. And it's like, guys, there's, there's a correlation here. Hmm. He is already known as one of the best guards, defensive guards in the NBA as a rookie. And it's something as simple as putting a hand in the face, and it's something this team doesn't do, and they're trying to preach that and, and, and work on that in practice this week. We got on argumentative tangents today, and I hate that because it took away from some things I wanted to talk about. And one of them was what happened last night. If you missed it, a couple of significant scoring performances in the NBA last night. And I know a lot of you don't follow it, but still you got to go, wow, that's, that's pretty impressive. Or you'll probably say, they don't play any defense in the NBA. Jason Stephanie. Embiid. Coast to coast for 70. How do you not say Embiid indeed? Anyway, big night for him. 70 points. That's a lot. Uh, even though I started playing late, you know, from the time I started playing, Kobe was my guy. Uh, he's the reason why I started playing uh, basketball. And it's funny because on the same night he had 81, and you know, um, you know, that was my favorite player. So, you know, when I started, I was the guys that I was looking, you know, I was looking up to, and you know, they they were doing all this. So, you know, if he says it's inspiring, I hope, you know, in a couple of years, uh, hopefully when I'm, I don't have to guard him, and I'm out of the league. He, he's able to do the same thing, and you know, go out and break all these records, and possibly break uh, Wilt's record of 100 points. He is uh, tied for 12th all time with the 70 points, and I know that's kind of hard to believe. Wilt's number one with 100, then Kobe. The 81 game was the anniversary was yesterday, so yeah. it was interesting that he scored the 70 on the anniversary. We talked about that on the show yesterday. Wilts got number three at 78. That was a losing performance as the Lakers beat the Warriors 151 to 147 when he was playing for uh, for Philly. Pretty amazing. But yeah, David Robinson has a 70 point game. They didn't play any defense when he was in the league either. Though uh, yeah. Wilts got two other 73 point games. Both of those were wins. David Thompson scored 73 in a loss. Wilt had a 72-point game in a loss. Elgin Baylor, 71. Robinson, 71. Both in wins. Donovan Mitchell, 71. Lillard, 71. 
Yeah, those were last year. Those were all those are all wins. All those guys won in their seventy one point games. Um actually two out of the three guys that scored seventy in a game. Devin Booker. Yeah, that was in a loss. Oh no. Yes, it was. You're right. Um and so was Wilt Chamberlain seventy when they played the Syracuse Nationals. <laughs> you remember them? Uh Jordan's best game of course was sixty nine against the Cavs. And uh, but it's amazing how many of these guys that scored sixty plus were playing in games that they lost. I went back and was looking through some of those. It was pretty pretty wild. Anyway, does, does sixty move the new, new needle for you guys? If somebody yeah, scores sixty, it's still deal. crazy yeah. big. Yeah, yeah it's for me it does. It only happens a couple times, and it happened twice last night, right? Because right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. we also got Carl Anthony Towns with sixty two, but his team lost. So good for uh, Embiid. His team won at least. And after the game, Minnesota's head coach blasted his team, talking about how immature they were because they were feeding him. It was going fine. And then they were up, and then it was a close game late, and they kept going to him, even though he struggled. And then he was forced, and he took some horrific shots. There was one he was pinned underneath the basket, and he had two guys on he him. He got still fouled on the last one. Throw but, yeah. but, I mean, there were a couple other shots yeah. that were not very good. Anyway, uh, his head coach got on him, and he talked about it a little bit after the game. Talking about Carl. In the post-game presser, Finch used words like disgusting and immature to describe your team's approach coming into this game. Would you agree with that, sir? I mean, I'll tell you one. I'll tell you one thing. He ain't lying to y'all because he said the same thing to us. So, um, what you're hearing by him in the post-game is what we're in in the locker room, and just. Uh, the words he picked today, and it's true. I think that at the end of the game, with everything going and everything, we you know we just have to find a way to be mature and get the job done. And something we've done really well all year, and just unfortunately it bit us. It bit us uh, tonight, um, and it cost us the chance to come out of here with a with a win. Timberwolves are the number one defense in the NBA, so it was unlike them. Yeah. Uh, two of ten in the fourth quarter, so not a good finish for him, but a, a, still an impressive game to go for 62. And he's a guy that I wouldn't call him a household name for people who don't follow the NBA, but he's a guy that people should know about, partially because he plays in Minnesota, right? Right, but they're, I mean, they're the best team in the West this year. No doubt. I'm saying for people who don't follow it, my point is. I, I still don't know that he's a household name oh, yeah, for people, he and he sh- should he be. He should be, but yeah. You just um, went and saw him, didn't you? No, I haven't went and saw him in Minnesota. Who played? Was it the Knicks that played in Memphis when you were over there? Yeah. Okay. I saw the okay. Uh, tomorrow we are back here. We will be previewing the Arkansas game with Ole Miss. Although after today, maybe we won't. Um, we're going to talk more about the NFL. Coach Kelly's going to be in. Thank God, so we can talk about that. I assume Joe Klein will be in. I don't know who he's got this week. I don't know if they're uh, torturing him, making him go to Oxford. But anyway, we'll see. What's Kevin's opinion on hair dyes and fingernail painting? I don't know. We can ask him tomorrow. Uh, I want to see what his opinion is on Brock Purdy more so. I did see uh, the Pat McAfee was sticking up for him. They just had George Kittle on too, so timing was good. But again, Alicia Bash guys before they get a chance to like play a little while, just give them give them a little break. I thought Joe was great Saturday. Uh, yeah, I thought Joe was very fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's I, tough. It's it is. I'm sure it's not fun. Yeah, guaranteed. Uh, stay tuned. Out of bounds coming up next. Well, now all the decorations are down, and you're looking around thinking, we really ought to freshen up the place. It's a new year, and the best time to save at Lazy Boy. The inventory overstock sale is here. Upgrade every room in your home. Hot buys all over the store. Fabric recliners starting at $3.99. Leather recliners only $7.99. Stop by Lazy Boy Home Furnishings and Decor for their inventory overstock sale. Up to 50% off store-wide. Shackleford Galleries of 